Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. They're not even on. Oh, they're on now. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you for joining us. Good morning. Yes. Now, these two people, you'll be interested. Oh, will I? Because you know be how I don't allow people to stay with me? No. I let them stay with me one weekend. <gasps> no. Yes. Julianne's house was full, or she'd fed you a line, or something like that. But these lovely people f- flew up with a huge litre of botanist. Oh, nice. Well, that's why you'd be welcome. On the Sunday, I think, watched me drank it, pass mm-hmm. out, and go to bed. <laughs> It's a while back now, so it's lovely to see you. Hello, Hello. we don't Hi know there. you. Hello, but very nice of you to join us. Are you well? Yeah, okay, that's yes. fine. That was very much move on. Fuck <laughs> off. Okay. Hello, <laughs> lovely lady over there. You're all right. You're an employee. Yes. I can tell by the fleece. Oh. You're not an employee. I can tell by the lack of fleece. <laughs> uh, can we shut the door for traffic noise, please, Nacy? Thank you. It's just Thank you very much. It's like um, Fifth Avenue out there. It's very busy. Very, very busy. No, she's not going to shut the door. I was ha- just yes. complaining to you backstage. I thought I'd share it. I've started to go out and see shows now because that's what happens at the beginning. You don't um, see certain things. You wait a little while. And I saw a show last night, compilation show. The acts were fabulous. But honestly, I never got over anyone as a compare doing rounds of applause as material. Why do people do practice rounds of applause? Have you been in these audiences? The old fucking John Hastings was there, I just saw him coming in. Wasn't it awful? The practice round of applause in between every act last night. Do you know something, John? Why don't you just come (laughs) up up, because you're here? Yeah, yeah, that would be good. I'm not having this. A round of applause for John Hastings. John Hastings. There we go. Hello, dear. How are you? Hello, my darling. How are you? Hi, everyone. Uh, so just start. Go. Yes. Last yes. Night. So we were at a gig last. Well, I was watching because I was with Alison June Smith, who we've had as a guest, and we were watching the show and you were closing it beautifully. But they compare in between every single act, that round of applause, practice round of applause, get it to a seven, get it to a nine. I wanted to kill myself. Yeah, I just don't know. It's a, it's just a, it's a, it's a vein in UK comedy know-how, which is before every act, you have to sh- the audience has to remind themselves how to clap, and I always find it very insulting to the crowd. It's like, mm. you know clapping? <laughs> Show me if you can clap. And it's just like, it's like can we, we, this is already a desperate enough way to learn a, earn a living. Like, yeah. you don't need 
the audience to be like, oh, we'll take it up to 11. Also, what is 11? What is 11 clapping? in clapping? Yeah, this isn't spinal tap. I, um, well, I know some homos that have a clapometer, but that's to do with <laughs> STIs. So some people aren't 11. They're actually in hospital at the moment. <laughs> Sorry, I'm obsessed with monkeypox. I'm getting my vaccine you today. You are. Yes. You are not really. I am. Whereabouts from? Well, well the monkeypox clinic. Is the monkeypox boutique. <laughs> uh, what? Is that ni- another fringe venue? <laughs> no, it's the... Well, yeah, it's the big purple cow. And I don't mean can. Um, what was I going to say? No, it's um, the, bum, the bum clinic. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, it's the bum clinic because it only affects bummers. Oh, well, you might be affected because that's a tartan blouse, but we'll talk about that in a moment. Now, <laughs> we, talking of homos, we had... And we're not a gay broadcast, by the way. It just comes in. No pun. Um, we had Patrick Monaghan on yesterday. Okay. Can you tell us, were you, did you have to go and be interviewed by the police after that show that we did on the train? No. Do you remember? He, w- he had to go to a station. Long story short, I'd done a show on a train. People were trying to say I was homophobic. Bitch, please. And um, wait, the- wait, wait, wait. Which, this is a, strap in for this sentence. Which show on the train are you talking about? The one we- on the sleeper. No. Yes, do you remember that? I mean, vaguely, I got pretty drunk after. <laughs> yeah, so did I. And I thought they would have been more angry at me for being a bit tiddly. I remember we were very drunk and you told me I had, t- you said I had two steak dinners and a date and he was an idiot and the steaks were delicious. That's oh, well, there you go then. It's the only thing I remember from that gig, so please remind me of what happened. Oh, well, the, they tried to, for whatever reason, the British Transport Police were given a complaint that I was being homophobic. And um, I had to go down to Carlisle to be interviewed in police circumstances. Patrick Monaghan said that he had to go into a King's Cross police station. He claims it was to be interviewed about me, but he could be a prostitute for all we know. <laughs> he could have been caught soliciting. Um, no, that was hellish. That had gone on for ages. That I, had no, this is, this, I had no idea. I remember I got on a sleeper train. Uh, we were paid in sleeper tickets back to the end. Oh, of the I didn't get mine because there'd been a complaint. I didn't get mine either because I didn't read the fine print and I had to call within six months. And I literally called like seven months later and they're like, you should have called a month ago for this. And I was like, well, fair. <laughs> for anyone that has not been on the sleeper, don't go because they're mm. fascists. And they will take <laughs> your money, but in the morning, ah, go, go, go. And you're like, I have slept all evening on a sleeve board. Mm. Mm. It's a disgusting experience. It's like Tanko. I mean, I don't know what Tanko is. But Tanko was a prisoner of war camp that was a fabulous Sunday night drama back in the day. Mm. I have the DVDs. I like Tanko and I like Band of Gold, which was a documentary, but well, it wasn't a documentary. It was a Kay Meller thing about prostitutes in Bradford. And do you remember Barbara Dixon? No. no. I'm from, I'm anyway, he's from she, a different generation, yeah, Donald, well, and a different fucking country. Continent. Yeah. What continent are you from, you big racist? How dare you deny me my culture? Have you just called me white? Fuck you. I have. Oh, you bitch, you ginger bitch. That's right. Um, Techni- technically, strawberry bronze. You're appropriating. Me. Oh, honey. Now, um, well, I don't you're know not, what these words are mean. Are you Titian? <laughs> sure. Sure. <laughs> so yes, Barbara Dixon was a singer-songwriter from Scotland that played Anita Braith the cleaner and she only had one line and that was bloody hell (laughs) that was it for three seasons i want to say this about all british culture before i think 2017 Mm. is the things you guys let on television is it just feels like there's a day at the bbc where it's like whoever gets to the desk first gets to have a tv show and then a guy (laughs) walks in and going we're gonna film a tree slowly dying it'll air for eight years on bbc2 between 1981 and 1989 my family Exactly. Yes. Yeah. 
<laughs> like it's just, although I'm, I'm Canadian and there is legitimate. No, you I hide know. it very well. Thank you. Um, there was a show called The Fishing Show on Global, which was Channel 3, and it aired for 20 years, and it was a guy who just went fishing and didn't explain fishing. It was on for two hours every Saturday afternoon. And I, I, this had to be reminded of me of you literally watch a guy put a boat in the water. The boat would change when the boat rusted out and he got a new boat, and then he would silently fish, and you just hear the noises of the woods. And that was, t like... When people complain about smartphones, I'm on the smartphone. Do you know how boring the fucking 90s were? Like, mm. just, come watch the man silently not catch dinner. <laughs> Did he kick the fish? Absolutely not. He didn't. E you didn't even see him go back into like out, off the water. At a certain point, he'd just go, see you next week. That's it. I'm surprised BBC Scotland isn't all over that because they love boring fish. Oh, they do. What do you call Radio Scotland? Stuur FM. Stuur FM. Yeah. Yes. Stuur's, Stuur's dust, fluff. Mm -hmm. Sure. Yeah. It that sums kind of it up beautifully. Talking of fluff, tell us about your show, John. Uh, it is uh, at eight fifteen every day. It mm -hmm. is uh, very funny. Consistent crowds for the first time ever in my history at the Fringe. I get twenty people every day, and then pay what you want, bolsters it to thirty-five, and then it stops dead at thirty-five. I don't know what's going on, and it's one of those things where the audiences are great, so I'm not going to complain about Gesundheit. it. Gesundheit. Um, She's whoa, German. Yeah, <laughs> European. What's this pay what you want thing, bucket so, bowl? So at the Monkey Barrel, you can purchase a ticket beforehand. Please do. I need to stop stressing out. Uh, and then if there's any extra seats and you just show up, you can just walk in and at the end, just put money in the bucket or pop a five or a ten around my card reader and away we go. It's fantastic. It really works very well. There's a nice flow of crowd. It's the funniest show I've ever done. Please come see it. I had a very bad year. Jokes and stories all about that. I'm not going to talk about it now because I've been talking about it for an hour. Come see it. And also at this festival, everyone's doing their material from their shows. Mm. And I always used to do that. And then I realized, oh, that's why there would always be a part of every show where the audience would just stop laughing for a second because they've heard that joke. They liked it. That's why they're there. And so I just like, well, just don't do jokes from the show, and it makes it much easier. Top tip. Absolute wow. top tip. Although, again, we uh, uh, last night experienced a very fringy experience. Which we, one was this? Was, was Evan in the oh courtyard. This was, it was, <laughs> we didn't know what was going on, right? John and I were just sitting in the courtyard, having a drink, having a chat, blah, blah, blah. And then noticed another comic just at a table with about 10 people and we couldn't decide if he was flyering or doing a show or what the fuck he was doing. But there's more deep, this is a particular comedian, so that, like, this word, it's, it's insulting, but I don't mean it in that way. He's a chancer. He's a fucking hustler. Oh, yeah. He'll do, he'll do a show inside of, like, a cat's vagina while the cat's having an abortion. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like, he does not give a fuck. He will just, like, I said to him so many times, like, you just should become a promoter and you will be a billionaire. Like, he's so... Mm good at it and we walk into this courtyard and he's at a picnic table he either looked like doing the greatest job of flyering or yeah. finishing his show yeah and it's this weird thing of going yeah of course you are and then he walked over and basically he had chatty people in his show he kicked them out the show overran so he just told the audience meet me at a picnic table and i'll finish my <laughs> show for you which weirdly i then i'm now donning i'm like he should have he should call press because that's actually a great story yeah that the fringe would eat up I gotta, i'm gonna text him 
something to do after the podcast. Mm. But yeah, it was a very surreal experience to see that. It was. It was absolutely bonkers. And also a memory from him because um, we'd been at Kendall Calling Festival and made a pact. <laughs> <laughs> and made a pact that we, wouldn't, we would be sober buddies for the first two weeks. So he was like, hey, yeah. what are you doing not drinking? I went, oh, I forgot. I fucked up on the first day. Yeah, you literally just finished telling me that you got super fucked up with your kids <laughs> the night before. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Yeah, I failed on that. Jojo, I like being uh, your friend because I feel like you are the opposite of my mom who I think (laughs) has had one glass of wine in my presence in the last 37 years and you're doing blow off your your son's head. Just like, he's 18 now. You know what I'm saying? I just... uh, (laughs) <laughs> I, I enjoy the balance in the world that is created. You know, the force. Yeah, the it nice thing and the hang of it. It was fun. Bruce, have you ever done cocaine off of JoJo's son's head? <laughs> no. Well, no. You haven't lived. Tomorrow. I've been in a car <laughs> with his mother. <laughs> That's enough for me. Seriously. I see some of the children. I can never remember their names. They no. work within the entertainment industry. Yeah, and I'm just, hello, goodbye. <laughs> yeah, I just call everyone chief and roll with Well, exactly. Them. No, you should call everyone she. I got accused of misgendering people for calling chief, people she or oh, chief. chief well actually i think that's racist to indigenous people that may or may not be a chief i just assume that all of them uh, work for the fire brigade oh mm. do you right that's interesting you had to think about that you lying little ginger bitch certainly did i call everyone darling because i can never remember anyone's names god i'm surprised you're awake <laughs> let alone anything else i'm on my do greg's you, do you just call people darling for that yeah. reason Genuinely, because right, okay. I forget people's names. Here's my question: How, uh, and, and this is a very entertainment business thing, in that you could be almost best friends with someone and have mm-hmm. no idea what their name is. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. How long have you known someone and had no? I'm on like ten years. There's a guy at this festival. I have no idea what his name is. Really? I have had like long, personal, intimate chats with this guy on the meadows. I have cried in front of this person. <laughs> no idea what their name is. And, and you can't point, ask them now. I have no way of being able... I don't know what their job is. I just... And I also, by the way, I don't think they know what my name is either. And I... I have a, I have publicity. You have profile. We've got posters. Trying to make that happen, which really shows the penetration. Uh, But sometimes, if something works, don't question it. Oh, that's a. Why would you want to know his name? It makes me feel guilty every time. I'm like, it is so great to see you, Chief. Chief. (laughs) Do you think he feels as bad? I think so too. That's the other thing is I can, uh, he, I've never heard him go, hey, John. So I think we're in the same place. It was funny because I was doing a gig and someone had turned up and I thought, do I recognize that person or whatever? And I went, hello, what's your name? And they told me and I went, oh my God, you were the person that coughed all weekend at the stand. Get the fuck away from me. You made me sick. So I remembered who it was after that. But oh, interesting. Yeah. Mm. I just don't think people should cough. No, no, but they can't help it. It's just bad manners. Where are you going to get this monkeypox vaccine? Like, is it the bum clinic? But what, the Chalmers just... Centre. Oh, right. Okay. The Chalmers Centre. Do you want to come? <coughs> the company you Absolutely keep. Absolutely not. Maybe you just continue drinking the bleach. Yeah, maybe. Yes. Um, Have you been to see shows? Jojo said she's been to see shows. Have you gone to see other people's shows? I see, I've seen exactly one show. I, I go at the end because sitting in someone else's show, I just sit there stressing out about my show. Just like, yeah. what? Why didn't I do that joke? So I, I just wait for the last week and then just see everything. And it's nice because it acts as a filtration system because I can dodge a couple of the bullets that are always out mm. there. Because mm. listen, we all have friends that we love, but we all have a bad year. And sometimes you sit there just, you're four <laughs> minutes in a very good friend's show and you spend the rest of the 55 minutes going, now what am I, I say at the I end? compliment. Oh, what lighting, so bright. <laughs> 
I love the way you walked on. Oh, exactly. That was marvelous. I also, I'm a big fan of what an ending. That's how you end it. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I've suffered some stuff and I went, I get what you're doing and oh, it's impressive. That's very nice. Yeah. Is it art? You never, you never want to hear the dreaded, um, how do you think it went? at the end of a show if somebody comes up to you because you just think you know you thought it was shit. I, um, I used to work with a, uh, a director. We don't work together anymore. Because Would you like to name the person? His name is Paul Byrne. He I think he's dead. He died in I think February, he's a bit unfortunately. Dead, sadly. And he gave me the greatest review of a bad show ever, which was I came out of it and he went, listen, you got three stars in Chortle with that show? And if they saw that one, it would have been two. <laughs> so that's a victory. <laughs> and I was like... Thank you so much for being paid by me to say that, you fucking prick. But yeah. <laughs> I remember I remember you, um, Jonglers Glasgow. Um, I was having a shocker of a gig, and it was absolutely <laughs> horrific. This is a gig that no longer exists, thank God. But if you didn't do your 20 minutes, you didn't get paid. Um, and I did about 15 minutes and just lost the plot and thought, go, go fuck yourselves. So can I just interrupt? Mm -hmm. So when they weren't paying attention to her, she went, how dare you? You've no idea how hard it is for a woman. I fought for my place here. And this feminist rant went on for seven minutes. So she actually ran over <laughs> by virtue of complaining that the audience weren't listening. And I always think it's a fair exchange. They've paid the money. If they think you're pish, they're entitled not to listen. Don't think they're entitled to disrupt the show. <laughs> <laughs> then you came off and I said, what to you? You said to me... <laughs> came off traumatised and he said you should have come off at 15 instead of padding it out with your suicide note. Yes, because <laughs> that's that's really what that was and I did get a phone call from Donna on the Mondays, you often did alright darling, what happened with Jojo? I went, very heavy period, very heavy period actually talking of um, we, sorry John, a mid-anecdote thank ahead. you, um, it's just in the toilets here, they do supply feminine hygiene products and the, um, the, the low-rent Tampax are called Interlude, Ooh. which I think is lovely. I mean, I don't know if that's a pleasant interlude for a lady or not, but the fact that they're called Interlude, it's very Victoria Woods. Do you have anything to do with the purchasing of the feminine hygiene products? No. Well, honey, that's why I'm going for a monkeypox vaccine, because I'll take what I'm given as well. But I just thought, Interlude, don't be a stranger. I've drawn the line at buying any more toilet paper in my house, so I keep nicking it. Oh, wow. I didn't see that coming, honestly. I couldn't Jojo, what a master thief you are, saying that on a recorded podcast. In the yeah. building that I'm thieving from. Are you having trouble with any kind of health hygiene products? Are you replete with toilet roll? Or? I'm a straight white, mate. It, the world is my oyster. I don't, mm. even, I don't I, even shower. I just bathe in my privilege. Oh, wow. Are you, are you a charter? Pardon me? Are you a charter? No, a, a charter? A charter. Yeah. Have you ever kind of broken no, wind and followed through by accident? Like, like once. Oh, come on, more it, than once. No, but this is, this is it, by the way, I have a, a, a story of shitting myself in my show, and here's something I'm realizing about Scotland, is that so much more of a relatable piece of material mm. than it is almost anywhere else in the world. I don't know what it is about this nation, but you guys are brown town. Like, you all... <laughs> I think it's just, there's a combination of the wetness and this, like, you guys have, in certain communities are not the best at preparing meat, I guess, 
because like it's the only time where I go and then I shit myself and there's an air of recognition mm. and appreciation in the crowd like ah oh, this gentleman's for us he's one of us <laughs> yeah, one exactly. of us yeah Google I, goggle, we maybe it's because we've got such a bad diet that we always follow through I think it's also you guys are just stubborn. You know what I'm saying? Also, yeah. there's, no, there's no public toilets in this town. You walk into a steakhouse. Do you have a bathroom? Why would mm. we have a bathroom? Or a Do you know, it oh, is a good point. And I speak on behalf of the gay community. It's a disgrace there are no public toilets. <laughs> the, amount, the amount of sex lives of people that I know have died because of this. <laughs> the council have been very, very selfish. They've got lovely woods, though. But, well... <laughs> But some people can't get wood. Sorry, John. Mm -hmm. So I'm from the capital of Canada, and they, in the 80s, made this big push uh, to stop gentlemen from meeting in public toilets. And as a revolt, uh, the gay male community started uh, having anonymous interludes behind the Parliament buildings, and that's now become the cruising spot of Ottawa. I feel that the Enbras should do the same I love thing. The way, mm. I love the way you did a callback to interludes. So that those yes. products are now gender fluid. <laughs> That's marvelous. Thank you, comedian, full-time, no big deal, 8.15 every day. Where are you? Monkey, Monkey Barrel, Barrel Carnivore 1. Is, it's usually a steakhouse, but instead it's just now a venue. With um, no toilet. With There is one toilet. I would not use it because someone keeps taking very stressful, angry shits in there around 8 o'clock before his show. <laughs> uh, that is me. So I, uh, But please come, 8.15, don't use the toilet. And uh, I will see you at the show. I expect you to be there, my friend. You're definitely in my catchment area based on your, the facial hair of a Zephyr pilot and the hair of someone who definitely <laughs> likes Rush. Now. <laughs> John Hastings, it's been real. Can we have a round of applause for John Hastings? Yeah, thank you. Thank you, darling. Have a lovely show. Bye, right. sweetie. Oh, watch your feet. Oh my goodness. Right. A bit of Should we have our next test? We can. There's a bit of a death trap. Is it Tiffany? One. Tiffany Stevenson? I think it Tiffany? is. Tiffany, are you in the room? Come, Come on, my darling. Lady, Let, lady. Let's have your interlude. Come on. Tiffany Stevenson. There we go. Give her a round of applause. Oh, I love, I'm loving this. Oh, a vision. Yes. A vision of summary. It's You're quite right. a lot, but I like it. No, 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 it's, no, it's good. No, it's fabulous. It's good. I'm enjoying the, the ruby slippers. Yeah. It's a nice nod to your fans, <laughs> the gay ones. <laughs> Very Dorothy. Um, I take it you're not on your interlude at the moment. You seem to be quite I'm, okay. I'm not. I tell you, I'm, I'm pre-menstrual at the moment, so that means my mood is oscillating wildly between Sylvia Plath and Beyonce. Oh, right. okay. Can I just say, and I'm sure she's really bothered, that song is pish. <laughs> Beyonce's song is patient. There's a fabulous RuPaul meme that says, no, honey, house music, Beyonce didn't save house music, house music has saved Beyonce. It's a dirge. Honestly, I sound like my 82-year-old mother. It is absolute nonsense, and Madonna has just gone in a direction that I cannot approve of. I'm sorry. I, think, I don't think I've heard it. I think I may heard... I have no idea. I, I, I'm feeling old now because I'm not down with the kids because I, I don't think I've heard enough of it, of the new Beyonce... Uh, drop. Oh, the, hmm. <laughs> mm. Was it drop or would? It, you, you know, he was talking about his angry stress drops. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is kind of what it is, but uh, <laughs> a Chicago house beat from the late eighties. It's hellish. Oh, I don't know if we want to be reminded of house music in that era. Although all the fashion's back, isn't it? I see every, I see all well, the nineties stuff. Well, big again. Well, I'm wearing it. I yes. thought so. <laughs> I thought so. But that. I that like that you say Moschino because I always used to say. Uh, in London, yeah, mosh mate. And also, we had. I had a friend 
in the 90s who played, he was like kind of like, this, I was going to say semi-professional footballer. He played football. Um, and he had one Machino suit that he used to wear at clubbing. So it was the same one. It was like that newspaper print one in the 90s. Yeah. So whenever we saw him in it, we'd be like, bish, bosh, wash that mosh. Because <laughs> you've only got one suit and you what keep wearing it. What team for? Chelsea. Oh, wow. You well, thought there'd be well money known. there. I think there was money. I think he just thought, I look class in this. But so we just called was him bish, be- bosh. Was this before Abramovich? Uh, pre, yeah. 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 Lots People of my mates from school ended up playing playing there, actually. Oh. Yeah, because I'm West London, so... Are you... Where, where about in West London are you from? Uh, Greenford. It's Greenford. a lovely place, uh, home of Kebab Pizza, Burger Pizza World. Oh, nice. Like that place by Greyfriars Bobby, Pizza Paradise <laughs> on the bridges, because <laughs> yes. you get everything in there, don't you? <laughs> How are you enjoying Edinburgh? I am... Uh, do you know what? Yesterday was a really good day, and I actually... God took to Twitter and said, today was a really good day. And I feel sometimes it's important to say that. Yes. Because <laughs> you can sort of forget when you're having lovely, nice days. So, um, so yeah, I'd forgotten how much when you get up here, it's four seasons in one day. Mm. So you can be having the best day and then an absolute shitter later on. Um, and that, you know, it's a marathon, not a sprint. I mm-hmm. always forget that every year. Every year. I know that because yeah. I saw Jojo, like, on the first couple of nights we were at, and everyone's like, are we all out on the lash now? Yes. Two days in. <laughs> two days in. Yep, we're all out on the lash. So I'm trying to pace myself a little bit because now, as I'm a bit older, my, my hangovers are like Sisyphean. You know, like, by the time you push that rock to the top of the hill, it's time to get pissed again. See, the thing is, I just don't get hangovers. That's well, That is very irritating. I, I don't get hangovers at all. That's why I'm always in everyone's phone is he'll be good to go. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. That's the trouble. How have, how have you managed this Practice. Then? Practice. I'm quite maybe dedicated. Maybe you never, maybe it just never drops below a level in that you're... No, I haven't. Sort of Are you always partially pissed. pickled? Uh, no, 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 no. Although I do believe that gives you long life because look at the Queen Mother. So mm. I don't think that's a bad thing at all. It's like formaldehyde. What's the word? Formaldehyde. Thank you. Well, it's just maybe if you're just constantly pickled, it just keeps you in preservation. But I'm not. I haven't had a drink for about 10 days, but I just, I just don't get them. That's the thing. Oh, I'm so jealous. But it is. You're absolutely right, Tiff. It was that thing. I've just got... Finn phoned me yesterday and I said I had a hangover. And she said, every year, Mum, you say you're going to take it easy for the first week. And I go, I know. I know I do. And every year I mean it. But and I feel useless. But it's only three weeks and it's only once it's a year. It's so might as well be the last it. three weeks yeah. of my life. Now, I've done a very girly thing when you had your hand out there. You've got a ring on your... Have I missed a meeting? Have you and Paul got engaged? What the hell's that, um, dear? Yes, we um, we got engaged. Is this an exclusive tiff? This is... Um, is well, this your OK magazine this moment? Why don't I know about this? Oh, well, he'll be excited when he finds out as well. Um, <laughs> no, I Does he know? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, it actually, do you know what? Um, I talk about it a bit in the show, but it actually, yeah. Um, we've been together 15 years, so we went, I don't think I'm going to find anyone better, so I'm, we might as well. Seal mm. it down. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Just Are give you, up and give in. Yeah. Are you having a prenup? Because um, I take it you're the one with the money. Well, no, he's doing all right. Is he? Yeah. What does he do? He's a director. Of what? Of what TV shows. Oh, God, mm. my family. <laughs> my family. <laughs> uh, no, uh, just did Mo Gilligan's um, TV show, and he's, uh, 
various other things, films, whatever. He is freelance, so you know we both mm. we both ride that up and down wave. Yeah. Live on the edge, never quite see. We'll never be able to say no to anything in case things stop coming in. That's no. the world of the freelancer, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So mm. we're both we're sort of both in a similar. You know what it's like, show business. It's feast or famine. So yes. sometimes it might be me that's uh, on the feast and he's, you know, a bit uh, a bit lighter on the work or sometimes it could be the other way around. So. But it works for you. Yeah. That's a, but you, were and you not in America pre-pandemic and all that kind of stuff? Yes. What were you doing over there? How did they enjoy you too? <laughs> Here's what happened. I um, I turned 40, dyed my hair pink, bought a convertible, moved to Los Angeles and I think if I was a man, everyone would have gone... Well, that's a that's a midlife crisis mm-hmm. happening there. Where but I'm a Paul woman, so they point? said, "Is Brave. it a breakdown? Breakdown." Brave. Oh, <laughs> Where's Paul? Paul was there. Paul was yeah. coming. Yeah, yeah. So we so we he came and picked the apartment that I rented with me, which I rented in January 2020. <laughs> January 2020, um, and then left in at sort of the end of February 2020 to come back to the UK to do a couple of things. And then the pandemic happened. Uh. So, yeah. So, the plan was that we would be, we spend nine months of the year together. So, like, you know, mm-hmm. if I'm doing half a year in, in America and half a year here, and then he spends half the time there, and then he's... We were talking about this the other day, that we think that's how relationships have longevity, is if you're never together. <laughs> <laughs> separate bedrooms, separate, separate bedroom, houses. Yes. Yeah. Well, how long have you we guys been together? Oh God! Ooh. Listen to them. It's not a ringing endorsement. Sighing through, <laughs> sighing through the memory of are whatever you, the hell it is. Are you two together? Are you a couple? No. no. Oh, she well, seems she quite keen on the idea. <laughs> no, no. You just look it right. Okay. And are you the love child, or are you a thruple? Oh, it's your parents. So you're a kind of thruple, a non-sexual thruple, hopefully. <laughs> so did we find out how long you've been together? 29 years, so that is the warning on the cigarette packet. Do not go there. <laughs> if this was a musical, it would be called Emphysema. <laughs> oh, God. Now, did America break you, or did you, uh, did, did America, uh, did you break did America? Did I break America, or did it break me? Yeah. i tell you what, they don't drink out there, and that is very, my alcoholic British brain cannot comprehend. Mm-hmm. Everyone's sober um, there, so, and, and stand-up doesn't pay, like, it's it pays in like exposure, oh, <laughs> you know, oh. like so oh, because that every old cheating every, chestnut. Uh, it's why they introduce you on stage. It's insane when you go on stage in America. They're like they do like this whole list of credits, yes. and then they'll go, "What do you want?" And I go, "I don't know. Just bring me on. They'll decide if I'm funny." Um, I don't want to go out with an IMDb page T-shirt. Do you know what I mean? But no. that's they, they do. They want you to say they've written for the Chris Rock special. They've done mm-hmm. this. They've they've also done the laundry. They've been shopping today. Yeah. Um, they're, they're just post interludes. So go easy on them. <laughs> yeah. But that's always, I think, a fatal mistake in anything. If you build people up, even in this country, you're you know lower the expectations and Weirdly, then you go over well, above. See, but they approach it in different ways. I've always said this. So um, American audiences go in. And so if they think that you're... Fa- a credit means to them that you're legit, you're not just some person who's wandered on stage, right? And Americans go in with one attitude, which is, this is going to be awesome. Mm. And British people go in going, this is going to be shit. Mm. It's what we want, it's what we need, it's what we deserve, because we hate ourselves. And then if it exceeds shit, then we're like, well, it wasn't shit. Yeah. You know, so that's how the... the, expe- the it's all just set differently. And weirdly, I was like, no, no, no. In New York, they don't do it as much. But in LA, like, you you end up having to do it because everyone else is doing it. And yeah. It makes it look like you're, 
some open spot who's just wandering on going, hello, can I chat to you for five minutes? Mm. Oh, is Adele doing comedy (laughs) now? (laughs) (laughs) We're both Londoners, babe. But the funny thing, who was I speaking to? And someone had said about Adele, who I don't know, that the whole cockney bit is part of the persona of Adele. Because if you speak to Adele sans mic or sans camera, she's actually, you know, she would sound like any of us. If you see what I mean, it's not... Barbara Windsor reincarnated. You say she's putting on an accent. For I am. I've been honest. There, I've said, Adele, if you're listening, and I'm sure you are, along with Beyonce, <laughs> um, can you tell her that's a load of keek and I speak normally all the time? So, I don't. Did you feel that you had to? Did you Cockney it up, even though uh, you're not a Cockney? Um, well, I am a Cockney. A Cockney from West London. Yeah. No. Well, I'm a, Lond- I'm a Londoner. Yeah, but that's not being a Cockney, well, is it? Well, it depends on if you think it's within the sounds of the, the Bow Bell Bells. bells. Mm. And well, that my is... mum has tinnitus, so I couldn't comment. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I would say, because a lot of people think a London accent is, is or a Cockney accent is what you hear on EastEnders, but that's actually estuary, and that a lot of that is Essex. So people mm. always say I'm from Essex, and then I get wild up, I'm fucking from Don't Essex. Right. Um, so, yeah, so it depends. I think the meaning of that has changed. I think Cockney mm. is just generally London. Okay. You know, right. as a... As a technically, a l- it used to be, w- yeah, within east the east end of yes. London. But who so. was the other chap? Who, d- um, who was the guy that used to be on Mock the Week? And he spoke differently off... Andy something? Was it Andy Parsons? Andy Parsons. Did he sound he sounds like that all the time. Oh, does he? Andy! Yeah, Andy mm. sounds... Oh, yeah. I thought you meant Derek Okora. Is <laughs> <laughs> he dead? <laughs> Did he die? I don't know. He would Did know when he was know? about to go, wouldn't he? Did he die? Thank you, thank you. I know woman. somebody did warm up for him and I thought he was an appalling human. What, Derek Agora? Yeah, apparently. Well, I mean, you will have to believe your friend because Derek's dead. And <laughs> I, I, I'm sure we've more chance of getting in touch with Derek than Derek did with the dead when he was alive because I think he was a fucking shyster. What are your thoughts on Mock the Week no longer proceeding? Um, I think it's... Hmm. I think it's a shame um, because I'd like to know what's going to replace it. If they'd have said... Country fan. (laughs) (laughs) Just spelt with a U. Yeah. (laughs) I'm a Cockney from the Highlands. (laughs) That is very good. Country. Yeah, so if they'd have said, look, this is what we're planning to put in, but it's been around a while. Sometimes a change is good. Mm. Listen, I enjoyed doing the show. I only ever uh, went on the show once with another woman, I think, twice, and I've done it, you know, I've done it like eight or nine times. Mm -hmm. So um, it felt like it was changing, but then also, I guess the format is, it'll probably go to another channel or something. Dave seems to like to... Hoover up the crumbs. Mm. Yeah, so I, I remix and redo. Remix and redo. So it might be, it might get a fresh new, but you know, it, chance somewhere else. Bit like Higginfi, have I got news for you? That yeah. needs a bit of a facelift or, or something. Cause you a little bit of work. Go a vegan. A wee bit of work. Yeah. When you see ve- people who've had loads of work, of they always say, they always say, I'm on a vegan diet. Well, I remember Amanda Holden had clearly had a facelift, in my opinion, and if you did, that's absolutely <laughs> fine. And she looked stunning on the red carpet, and they went, Amanda, what have you done? She went, I eat real butter. <laughs> and you're like, of course you eat real butter. And is that why you've got butter marks here, yeah. here, and here? She's a good-looking woman. Um, but I just think, I look at Paul and Ian, and they're like spitting image puppets that are covered in cobwebs, mm. just banging away, sort of thing. I, I think it needs to go on holiday and then come back. I think, I think with Mock, it, you know. Oh, Mock. It, oh, oh, you sorry, can tell sorry. she's done it on Mock. Uh, well, I've never done Have I Got News For You, so. Um, 
But I, but you know, uh, mock the week. It did. It does help with like Edinburgh and stuff like that. Yeah. Lots of people come to see you mm. at the Fringe because they've seen you on that show. So mm-hmm. I think it's a really good platform for comedians. So my fear is that they take that away and they don't offer because those a lot of those panel shows are the way to like in America they have late night. We don't have those late night spot yeah. opportunities for comics to be on week in week out. That's we have one true. series of live at the Apollo every year or whatever, yeah. which mm-hmm. is like, you know, so if, if we had something, you know, at least if there's something weekly, that's a chance for, and they, what I liked about Mock is they only ever booked stand-ups. You weren't going, I've got to fight someone from fucking Love Island to get on this panel yeah. or from Geordie Shaw to go, oh, we've just announced a team captain from Geordie Shaw. And yeah. you're like, are you joking? And then all the men are just comics. Yeah. So I hope that it gets a home somewhere else. Um, um, but also that they bring something new through that's exciting that people can do. Do you think they should bring in a new host? Do you think Dara's kind of... Is he needing change? Depend- no, it depends where it goes. I yeah. think if it goes to Dave, then Dara will 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 stay because right. he's done go eight bit and stuff on that. So, um, so. But yeah. I think it's like anything. I mean, you know, when you remember something from the beginning and it keeps going, it kind of you, you then hark back to how it used to be, and then it's compare and contrast. It's always not as good as it used to be. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think like yeah. anything, everything needs a a reboot or a change about and also I mean do you mean stop using the same fucking ten people over and yeah, over and over again. I mean real, it is boring. I think that's a real thing. I think I think uh, and uh, what I mean TV's obsessed with youth mm. in a way that I find fascinating. Like TV's obsessed with going, well we got to get the twenty something comics on and you go, you know they're not watching TV. They're not watching you do TV. know they're not watching. Yeah. Like so maybe just represent some of the like 30 and up, 35. You know, the TV watching audience is not the 20-something. No, they're my right? age. So, yeah. so, so, so I definitely think that. I think TV bookers in a, a quite risk-averse. And I would like to see... I do think sometimes what happens is one or two people get a run and then you see them on everything and it's yeah. like overkill. And I think that could be balanced better. But also a range of voices. We can't... Like, what, what annoys me at the moment is the discussion in comedy is utterly obsessed with whether something is left-wing or, mm-hmm. or right-wing right or whether it's woke or unwoke. And I'm like, how about some material funny, funny yeah. or yeah. material funny class good. analysis? That's Let's look at class. It's, you know, that's the area that you're not going to or just like how you get different vo- different ages, different class mm-hmm. backgrounds, but you're obsessed with whether it's left or right or is it woke or is it not woke? Mm. Like, look at the people you got on. If they're five people who went to the same school and they're the same age, then that's not interesting, is mm, it? No. No, it yeah. is, and it's, it, there's a real dearth of um, life experience within the people they're on. That, you know, pretty much they've had yeah. the same up kind, kind of upbringing and yeah, yeah, it's, yeah schooling, education. So, right, show we'll do boring. a show. We'll call it of a certain vintage. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I would be Last great. of the silly swines, <laughs> <laughs> something like that. No, it's funny you talk about walk because I'm dyslexic and I was at traffic lights and there was a Chinese takeaway called Walk Nice and I thought, does that say Walk Nice or Walk Nice? And it was Walk Nice. <laughs> um, and I'm kind of done with with walkery on its many forms, <laughs> in all honesty. It's, it's exactly what you say, just go on and be funny. Stop. I don't understand why everything has to have a hidden meaning. Sometimes you can just speak pish and that's okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 And I think, uh, yeah, so I would like to... What's really interesting this year as well, actually, is I feel like the comics are taking back the power in a, in a little bit of the way. You know, like podcasts and stuff yeah. now and that being the medium. And then you're seeing like people creating their own content and they're doing well off the back of that. They're not waiting for TV producers to come in and go, well, we'll give you a slot, we'll give you a go, mm. you know, and those conversations, you know, so I feel like... 
I feel no, like it that's is. I think thing. the I think the the rules are changing, and yeah, absolutely, the the power is getting. But I back. do think we could do with a proper stand-up showcase because here's the it other thing. It doesn't involve Jonathan Ross, who's not funny <laughs> and looks like the Joker from the original Batman. <laughs> Why is he hosting a comedy show? Sorry, that really pisses <laughs> me off. Yeah, it's not like he needs the money. No. We could do with one or two different, like, or, or just different channels. Channel 4 should be having their stand-up showcase. Mm-hmm. You know, ITV could be having one. BBC could be having one. Yes. You know, like the streamers are doing it because they're putting specials up and stuff. But, you know, that short-form thing, they seem to have all gone where you used to be able to go. They used to be, like, stand-up central, whatever, at the comedy store. I remember I did that a few mm-hmm. years ago. And that was, like, just, like, mm. eight or ten minutes of people doing four or five comics that should be going on all year all the mm-hmm. time and so that people can see stand-up and maybe there's a fear because people worry about what stand-ups are going to say or something you know and maybe that's but then the risk that's averse. the complete antithesis i mean that's the whole yeah, point of stand-up you should, comedy, be, you, know? I mean, you should be worried about what stand-ups are going to say that's the whole fucking point of it yeah that's what I'm, fucking irritates me i mean colin nolan's come out with worse on loose women and that's <laughs> daytime uh, <laughs> tiffany we haven't even touched upon your show very briefly We're where oh, are you? What are you doing? Um, my show's called Sexy Brain. Yes. <laughs> and it's. I can the, see it beating. <laughs> <laughs> it's at the Pleasance Courtyard, so just down the road from, from where we are now. It's on at eight o'clock. And um, yeah, come along. It's a bit about um, am I having a, a midlife crisis slash breakdown? Am I becoming my mother? There's some middle-aged health complaints in there. There's some stuff about my racing sexy brain and my ADHD. You know, Hemorrhoids? So, Hemorrhoids. Oh. Oh, do you know what I did? They've been cut out the show. Um, much, <laughs> been cut out. much like, much like I wish they'd been cut out of my life, but they've no, they haven't been cut out. Mm. I had one in my thirties, and I called it Trevor. And then when I turned forty, I got another one, so I have got Trevor and Simon now. So oh. I do have two Swing hemorrhoids. Your pants. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting mine cauterized next Monday. Oh, oh, you let me I've know. I've just how it got goes. the one. No, I will. I'll take photos. <laughs> oh, lovely. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, darling. Nice to see you. Give us a retweet when it goes live. Right, come over round of applause for our last guest of the day. Oh my God, in a tribute to Olivia Newton John, let's get physical (laughs) with Tom Ward. Hey. Hello. Have you, this pump up the spirit, have you just come straight? Have you come straight from the gym? Hello, darling. How are you? You smell delicious. Do I? Mm. Just had a shower. Oh, oh good. Nice. I'm glad because oh, Tiffany no. was a bit whiffy. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's an yes, interlude. You look like you've just come from the gym, so I thought that was going to be a different experience there. I thought you were going to smell sweaty, but you smell delicious. Well, I've started wearing vests. Why? I don't know. I just think. <laughs> well, you've got the shoulders for it. It's, it's a good, good look. ventilation. Mm. It's um, a good look. I just feel like my arms are quite nice, and that's about that's about it. I've in the last week my boobs have, wob- have been wo- more wobbly. Moobs? Mm-hmm. Boobs. Yeah, but I don't Moobs. know why, because I'm walking around, but you don't walk with your Are chest, you? do you? So I don't oh, no. Well, unless legs. you lead with it, unless you're a busty lady. We touched on Barbara Windsor earlier. Yes. She, apparently she had quite small jugs, but she led with them, so you thought she was well stacked. I yes. heard uh, a, a comic complaining to me, and I actually felt sorry, quite sorry from a lot of uh, people not wearing bras this year, which is fabulous, but very difficult to keep your eyes off. 
I find myself included, just there's a yes. lot of bouncing boobies around the fringes. Well, I think that's yeah. important that if you're looking. Oh, I think, I'm I definitely think looking. We need like, women good to God. do it as well, so, yes. that, so that it's not just men. Yes. And no, then no, everyone no. Go, no, everyone's doing it. It's not just men. Yes. So thank you for. Oh, no, 100%. I've always said you, you can't keep your eyes off a cracking rack. Yeah. Come in. <laughs> That's true, actually. You can say it, love. I can't. No <laughs> can't say that. That's very true, because our flyer was in, and she mm-hmm. has a smashing cleavage. Absolutely beautiful. Yes, so I'm surprised she's not doing more business with those jugs for us. So <laughs> if there's any more of her shite, I'm going to hack them off. There, I've said it. Wow. Oh, no, you have to be firm, Tom. You know me well enough. Mm, Are you yes. still a vegan? I am, yeah. Yes, because I remember the first time I met Tom, a friend of mine who I no longer speak to, dead to me. Uh, she had a line of cashmere, I won't name her, Lynn McCrossan. Hi, I married for money. Uh. Yes, you did, you little bitch. <laughs> and uh, we were up at the Scotsman offices and I said, oh, could you just fling on that card? He went, no, I'm a vegan. I went, I'm not asking you to fucking eat it. Could you just put it on, love? And he went, no, it's come from an animal. I won't have anything to do with it. Uh. I said, right, I understand. Because you and Carl Donnelly yeah. were vegan before it became Pop- friendly. Yeah, I, I don't think I was frontline. I think I was 2015, so... Oh, right. There Bringing was, up the rear. Yeah, that's oh, not, that's hey, not that's me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the real pioneers were like 20 years ago when there was nothing to eat. You know, now it's easy, for, it's easy now. 2015 was easy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Carl's been going a lot longer than Yeah, me. but I just mean in general, you're not, you, you were never one to scream about it. You didn't lead with it, you know, like a good Yeah, track. I mean, I, I wouldn't have brought it up here, for example. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no but it's nice that, me in it. It's nice that people know that we know each other, you see. <laughs> yeah. I think that gives them a warm glow at home. Yeah, it's nice, isn't it? Yeah. I feel like I know you more than I do. I've met you maybe twice in my whole life, seen your face online. But I feel like I could come round any, any time of day. And you know something, Tom? In as much as I hate people, and I can't tell you how much I fucking hate them, you could. Yeah, that's nice. That is, that Maybe is that's because we don't know each other. Maybe if I came round, you'd be like, do you know what? Can you fuck off, please? You know that what? is great praise because you barely let people in your car, let alone your house. I don't let people within fucking six inches of my face. No, <laughs> no, yeah. no, no, no. But we share a friend in common, Sindhu. Yeah, I love yes. Sindhu. Yes, yeah. and she raves about you constantly. She's lovely. Oh, she I, I adore Sindhu. She's very nice. I would say if in another time she didn't have kids and a husband. Oh, would oh, you? Oh, hello. Really? I'd knock on her door some nights. Yeah. Mm. Do you know, I wouldn't because I think she's a wee bit selfish. Oh. <laughs> yeah. You don't get to the top by being... Absolutely. Look at Lorraine Kelly. By being sweet and <laughs> thinking of other people, mate. Come on. Yeah. Why do you think I'm so slow on the uptake? Oh, oh bitch. too I kind. Hear, I hear you. But that's the thing. We have been punished for being nice. Well, or uh, lacking uh, ambition, uh, or... Uh, that st- steel of rod up your back and that kind of sharp elbow technique. You need to be a little bit mean, I think. Mm. Yeah, but you're, you hate people, so that should be a start. But do you know something? I'm, just, I'm not competitive, I think that's yeah. the thing. I'm not that interested. And I'm lazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, very lazy. That's yeah. Um, look, you look like you have come... Have, are, are you working out as well? Do I, you go to the gym? I do yoga. Are you, I do yoga. Yoga? Yeah. That's like, very in line with being vegan, isn't it? Is, it? isn't it? Yeah, the two go hand in hand. And mm. I go swimming as well. I'm going swimming today at the Olympic pool. Oh. So mm. if you want to come, if anyone wants to is come. Is that the Commonwealth? Yeah. yeah. Oh. 50 I'm metre pool. I've not, never been in since. It's oh, been refurbed. It's great. It's great. I love mm. it. Oh, it's, a shit. it's another thing that died with the refurb because the sauna was a hotbed of homo action, which I know isn't for was you, Tom. It? Um, and sadly, that has been flushed out. Right. Well, I like it. I don't do it, but I like to know it's there. Well, so. it's options, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah I like to hear it. I like to see the kerfuffle, the odd hand pressed against glass. <laughs> Very Titanic. <laughs> 
the scene in the car. Yeah. As they're going down, boom, boom. <laughs> now, Tom, what are you discussing in your show this year? Uh, I'm, tr- I'm discussing, you know, personal identity and class. You were talking about class with mm-hmm. Tiff, about Cockneys. Cockneys aren't anyone from London. That's nonsense. Tiff, you've gone. You're wrong. Right, okay. <laughs> yeah, your mind's gone, Tiff. Come on. You saw people from Hammersmith are also Cockneys. No, they're not. Yeah, I, I, I didn't think it was a general London no, no, thing. No, but no, you know something? She was pre-menstrual, so I left well fucking yes. alone. Because yeah, 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 the yeah. last thing I wanted her was having a bad interlude, if you catch my drift, mm, and getting yeah. violent. Yeah, 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 like a true Cockney. Absolutely. <laughs> true Cockney from Chelsea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like the way you're talking now. <laughs> Apples and pears. Stand down. Y- you're a Londoner? Yeah. Yeah, which part of London? I was born in Wimbledon. Right. But then we didn't have the money to sustain it, so we went to New Malden, which is like a suburb with pebble dash housing. That's Ooh. not Malden Salt. No, Mal- no. no Malden. It's a, it sounds a similar, yeah. Right. Similar spelling, but without the, uh, the O. Ah, it's an E. Often is. And what so age were you when that happened? Do you realise you weren't going to be rich? Uh, fifteen. But I knew that before. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I knew that before. There it was, was no expectation. It wasn't plain sailing. It wasn't plain sailing, yeah. which is good. I think good for a kid. I think absolutely excellent for a kid. Yeah. I swear by the fact that people need to go through shit, otherwise they're dull. Yeah, they're boring. And, and they're dull and they're very sensitive and kind of, you know, that they micro-cause them sort of issues. And you go, yeah. oh, every time I see somebody complain about something or be petty, I go, oh, you haven't had enough shit. Yeah, 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 That's yeah. You haven't been yeah. smacked about. Yeah, enough. absolutely, yeah, yeah. yeah. My friend uh, Rich is doing a show at the Pleasance and uh, he was doing a, his technical run-through with the crew mm. and it wasn't going well because he has a lot of crew, a lot of tech. Yep. And at one point he said, oh, the tech went wrong in Manchester and I wanted to stab myself. And someone made an official complaint because they felt threatened. Seriously? Yeah. Wow. I was like, I, do you know what? I can't even laugh at that. It's, it's getting too much. Yeah. Somebody it, um, accused uh, Bruce of being, of misgendering uh-huh. when he was on stage. And right. again, the person was not doing their job correctly. So there was no lights, there was no sound, and there was no So microphone. all I said was, can you fucking twiddle your knobs, you little bitch? Yeah. yeah. Focus, little bitch. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's very ambiguous. I like the gender was the issue in that one. Yes. <sighs> so um, because he said, Focus little bitch complained yeah. about misgendering. Because they were tall. They, they, weren't, they weren't little, they were tall and they were misgendered. Yeah. Right. So but they weren't going. tall. No. Right. So and the then height they wasn't the issue. They misgendered me. They said, he said this. I went, excuse me, I am she, they. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> As of now. Just oh, absolutely. To, just to get a point in this war. Oh my God. So someone really complained. Well, I, I was doing warm up on a show last year and we had a non binary person who apparently one of the crew spoke to as he or she, and they actually just threw themselves to the ground and started, like, screaming and crying. Wow. So I was there with a lot of drag queens just looking, going, bitch, please, if you were in a gay club, you wouldn't survive the evening mm. because if you think that's bad, wait until you're bummed against your will because charges can't be brought for that in gay land. Well, yeah, bumming against <laughs> will is famously uh, frowned upon in most communities. I think. Not in the Cockney community. Oh, no? Okay. <laughs> no, it's because they're a very free and easy persons. Right, right, yeah. right. Yeah, a sliding door, a sli- uh, rotating door of entr- entrance. That kind of thing, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. I'm, not, I'm not liberal enough for that sort of thing. I like the sort of romance. Hmm. I like the slow build. Are you, uh, Are you romancing at the moment, I Tom? Actually, yeah. The last time I saw you, you were very single. Very single? Very wow. single. What, what were the signs? <laughs> Manic depression. <laughs> oh, no, that's, that's still there. That's still there. Yeah, yeah, no, the depression's still there. Love, hmm. love can't save you from yourself. 
But it's a nice time, isn't it? It's a nice yeah. old time. Yeah. yeah. We see each other nine months. Ah, lovely. Where she's did you meet? At a gig. She's a comedian as well. So. Would you like to name oh, her? Oh, do we know? No, I don't no. think I should. Okay. Mm. Also, my management have, have told me to be single so that the fans don't think they haven't got oh. a chance. Oh, of course. How is it being single, this Adam, <laughs> <by> you? <laughs> Lusty <laughs> Lothario. I get so lonely at night, you know? I mean, oh, <laughs> are you just looking for a wee bit of a cuddle? Oh, I just want to cuddle. It's not anything more, really, but just, you know, for seven or eight mm. people just to be there every night. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you on looking for love? When? Of the show? Where? Yeah. yeah. 10.30, 10.25 okay. at Monkey Barrel 1. Right. And oh, nice. Another Anthem. Monkey Barreler. Yes, Very a lovely. Good. Yes, good. yes I, I, was, I popped in for a drink because I realised that I get a discount. And um, you like because drinking. Because I'm a performer and I am drinking. Yeah. Um, so, yes. So, I first time I kind of... Because it takes a little bit of a while to kind of realise who's here, actually. Cause I yeah, it does, yeah. The fridge where I'm like, oh, I didn't realise so-and-so was here. And then when you go into the venue, oh, they're here. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just beginning to sort of seep in I know. who's here and where they are. It mm. takes a week, doesn't yeah. it, to realise who's yeah, yeah, here yeah. and yeah. also to be interested in, in yes, going absolutely. to see a show. I mean, don't get me wrong, there's a lot of, oh, my God, I didn't realise they were here. And then go, yeah. oh, fuck, they're here. Yeah, I know. I know. That's most <laughs> of the time for me. I see a poster and I go, oh, God. <laughs> it's highly triggering, isn't it, Edinburgh? Just oh, surrounded by faces. Oh, Jesus. Oh, faces mm. that you would gladly smash yeah. in. Mm. It's the awkwardness of having to walk past people you wouldn't greet if you could avoid it. And Absolutely. then you have a decision to make and you sort of both sort of pretend it. it's just awful. I, yeah. I prefer saying hello even if I don't like someone. See, do you know something? I, I'm really straight up and down with people because if I see them kind of looking at me, I'm just like, don't bother. We've mm-hmm. nothing to say to each other. Yeah. Or if people go, hi, I go, no. And wow. just walk away. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I think it is well too. I said that to someone the other day. They came up and they went, mm, and I went, "We hate each other. Yeah. Why are you here? Mm. And you've gained a lot of weight." Yeah. So I thought I'm going to go wow. out on a high. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Leave so them. subtle. Leave them feeling. Yeah, leave them reeling. That's oh no, the leave them crying. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. How dare you say hello to me? You're fat. Exactly. It's like that scene in Ab Fab when she's doing Jeremy shots like that to the woman who's really thin. She's like, "Get out, you're fat." I thought, "Fuck, that's amazing." Yeah. That used to be my grounded profile. <laughs> you only work in a shop, you know. You can drop the attitude. <laughs> and I stand by it. People yeah. need to get a grip because they're so insincere. They're so false. And the thing is as well, because someone went, oh, you know, I'm not getting the numbers out. I went, I couldn't give a shit whether you live or die. Seriously. Not no. interested. You chose this. Get the fuck away from me. Yeah. <laughs> How are you finding your rooms? Because some people are being honest about their rooms. Some people are doing great. Some people aren't. What, are you enjoying your rooms? Are you getting good numbers? What's yeah, occurring? mixed, mixed. I've had a, I've had a couple of big room mm-hmm. and then uh, and then a couple of like you know Sunday Monday vibe mm-hmm. and um, yeah I mean it's quite humbling when when you come in and see 40 people and yeah. it's a, it takes a hundred okay you know it's like oh, you think mm-hmm. oh okay but that's you respectable know, that's good it's fine yeah, yeah it's yeah. fine but you know when you've done a few things on TV and you think okay sh- now it'll be plain sailing yeah. you know yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah that's they're gonna the <gasps> that bloody where were we um Tram lights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was humbling. Was yeah, it, it was very humbling. Ooh, yeah, um, a, thousand, a thousand capacity tent, about <laughs> 75 people having a picnic basically yeah, all around us. A couple of them sleeping. Facing different <laughs> angles. We were talk, doing a gig, basically people were like, what's that sound? <laughs> oh, oh, don't like the language. <laughs> Mate, have you gone to the right place? And it was, it was that thing, and there was you, there was me, who else was on, Andre Fenson, Emmanuel was on, and we were all, and Matty Reed was comparing, and we were literally just sort of 
you know, words sort of on the air into an empty yeah. tent. Yeah, and yeah, Joel yeah. Domit was headlining. Oh, yeah. And he'd become huge during lockdown, his telly exposure because yeah. of The Masked Singer. And we just thought, God, this is going to be so embarrassing for Joel. Oh, There's poor, nobody poor here. Joe. Poor Joel. has got poor a Joe. nightmare. And we were standing outside talking about the state of the world and how we want to kill ourselves. And then just this um, tsunami of yeah. people. 3,000 people arrived. Just appe- appeared from nowhere. Yeah, so that's the thing. And I was livid. You can always like you can always uh, console yourself that it's just yeah. a quiet area or that it's off the beaten track, and then three thousand screaming women appeared. Like, oh no, okay, there are people. Yeah, there yeah, are there people. Are people. They just didn't want to see us. Yeah, they're, they're queuing for Domit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where can the people see you? What time and where, Tom? Ten twenty-five, Monkey Barrel One. Monkey Barrel One. Ten twenty-five in the evening, obviously. Yeah. Yes. But some people do. I've got used to Ooh. now going ten, ten, and they go no in the morning, and you're going. Did you have a stroke? What on earth would you agree to do a show? And, and you are around. looking for, you are single and looking I'm to find that someone mm. special. I'm mm. looking for someone special. I, I just, I just feel like it's, it's always in front of you. Uh, the love that you. Do you need. feel that this Edinburgh could be the time that you complete your own jigsaw? <laughs> well, that's a lo- well, it's, that's a lovely way of putting it. Bruce. Yeah. Um, I think there's someone special for me. I think the missing piece is here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'm op- I, I'm I hope they've a, bought a ticket. I'm open to a quite an open relationship, so, I, I, you know. Well, I suppose when you're in one that's going quite well, <laughs> the next one you want would have to be fairly tolerant. <laughs> what is the name of your show? Anthem. Anthem. Ah. Oh. I know, it's ambitious, isn't it? It yeah. is. It's, yeah, it it's quite be, out there. It can't be whimsical with, with the title like that. You've got you to yeah. have the balls out, haven't you? That feels like you're banging on a drum. Yeah, yeah it does feel mm. like that. So, yeah, it basically is. It's a lot about music and, uh, yeah, big stuff. I try, I try and talk about, you know, class and climate and mm. yeah. sex and sexuality and... Huh? The way that sexual identity is being weaponized. Yes, it is. Being <laughs> I hear you. The way that mental health is being weaponized. Totally. But I've been bummed and I'm mentally ill, so I'm allowed to speak. Well, yeah. there you go. That's fine. I think there's a benefit for those kind of people later on today at four. <laughs> I'll see you there. <laughs> Round of applause for Tom White. Thank you so much. Have a lovely oh, show. Tom, oh, just stay there, Tom. We're you. about to wrap oh, up. Just yes, sit back. Thank you for joining us. Different Thank people every day. Tell much. people. Yes, obviously, enjoy do. the thruple. I'll deal with you two in a moment. Mm. I'll speak to you. And well done for sitting through it. Thank Have a good afternoon. Goodbye. Bye. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi Mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, 
luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.